coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio. It's Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by IDS, an award-winning digital marketing agency that delivers integrated marketing solutions for franchisers, franchisees, and franchise development teams. Learn why over 75 brands depend on IDS's team of dedicated marketers and client service professionals to deliver a strong ROI on their marketing investment. Go to IDSFranchiseMarketing.com for a complimentary digital audit and consultation. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio. I'm your host, Rob Ganley. And I just want to take a minute to thank my sponsor, IDS, for their support. Today, I have a great guest with us. Uh, His name is Adrian Archie. He is the CEO of Pet and Mind Franchise. Adrian, welcome to the show. It's great to have you. Rob, thanks for having me, man. This is awesome. It's great to have you. So tell me a little bit about how this came to be. How did your brand come to be? Tell me a little bit about your background. Yeah, for sure. And I apologize for my camera early. I'm going to cut it on and off. But wanted everybody to see me because I know faces are good to have with the name. Um, my company is Pet and Mine. We're eight years old um, and we founded in Florida. We live in South Florida. Our first store was in Coconut Creek, Florida. Um, I live in Fort Lauderdale. And the goal behind Pet and Mine is exactly what it sounds like to always keep your pet in mind, right? That's the goal of our company. We know pet nutrition is a huge part of a pet's life. The innovation in pet nutrition is happening really fast. We explain it and break it down for our customers, our pet parents really well. And that's what we're here for, to help and grow people, empower them for the journey of the pet's life, hopefully from puppy to kitten, all the way to senior dog or senior cat. That's our goal. Being a pet guy, I I think where I live here in Colorado Springs, at one point, it was the most pets per capita. And I was uh, that was one of the reasons I decided to move my family here years ago. Thought, well, if they're pet friendly, then they're they're my kind of city. So I yeah, have a big pet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure you're a pet guy too. You wouldn't be doing what you're doing. But tell me a little bit about this. I mean, franchising is not a stranger to pet concepts. Tell me a little bit about what you guys are are seeing as you know what's unique and what's important to this new model. Tell me a little bit about what makes you guys unique. Yeah, for sure. So uh, we're small box franchising. We coined that phrase um, and, and we're playing on the big box craze of the last, what, two decades or so. Uh, and the reason we're doing it is we just had a, what COVID go through is still here and just uncertainty in, in, in our economy. Now, we created this concept eight years ago, but it fit when all of that happened. Right. Um, we're, we're, we're simple. Uh, small boxes, 900 to 2000 square feet. It has a retail storefront in there. You have a service that you can add a membership or a subscription to that also ties you into the retail. And then we deliver, have curbside, you can shop in store. So we're omni-net, omni-channel, but from a small platform, because we know what pet parents needed more, right? We're experts at that. We do it every day. So we don't need a store full of stuff. Um, we only sell high quality items, nutrition, cats and dogs, and supplies and accessories. And from that, we know exactly what they need from a skin and coat perspective, digestion, uh, puppies, senior weight management, uh, hip and joint. We know these things. We have all the correct products in there, three or four lines that really fit that are high quality and work for whatever particular pet we have. We personalize that experience for them. Um, we know them, their family, each of the pets really well. And, and, and we help them manage the pet's life outside of the relationship with their vet. We compliment the vet, right, Rob? Um, most pet parents, the numbers show, go to the vet once a year, right? Um, 
But then you also see that most pet parents report that the vet is their number one contact for their pet. So obviously within that, there's a need. So we serve as that guide. We complement the vet. We don't go against the vet. We complement the information they give and make it real. We make it reality in the pet parent's life. And you notice I say pet parent. Um, and it's a reason for that. And I think most people would call themselves pet parents. And that's what we, uh, we want to help. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we all know why. Uh, we love our pets, right? It's sure. it's a great it has a great effect on 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 people and just uh, stress level and just companionship and 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 man's best friend it can't be understated, right? Um, but but so tell me a little bit about uh, you know so you mentioned some things pretty quickly that I think are really important. I mean, we went through some really big changes here at the beginning of this decade with COVID, right? It wasn't wasn't the best thing to start with, but that's kind of how we started the decade. And you, you mentioned some things about a lot of brick and mortar businesses did have to quickly evolve and think of ways they could reach out to their audience, right? Their customers, their prospects, their community in a more digital way. So it sounds like a lot of what you guys are doing is exactly what would fit in that scenario too, where you have the things like where they can come and pick, pick up an order, they can have it delivered, they can shop online. I mean, tell me a little bit more of your vision there and your thinking of that. Yeah, for sure. So um, if you look at if you from a retail perspective and what retailers would call it is an omni-channel approach, meaning that our customers can basically interact with us how they want, right? They can interact online and we can bring it to the house, never come in the store. They can buy it online, come pick it up curbside and never come in the store. They can shop in the store and still have it delivered, right? So we interact with our customers on a level that meets their life, right? A pet is a kid and most people have more than one. And uh, more than one pet, right? Um, and, and because of that, you have a kid that never leaves, but you have a human life over here that you're worried about and the pet never talks, right? So we serve as that mouthpiece. We, we like to say that, um, that, that pets don't speak human, right? So with that uh, interface there to help people. But the reason that we have that approach is to fit in people's busy life. So yes, you can have it delivered just like you would with one of the online vendors. Um, you can have it uh, on demand. You can have it same day if you would like it. That's simple for us to do. We're a community store. We're ingrained in the community. Everything from sponsoring football teams and cheerleading to, 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 to PTAs and everything else. We're part of the community wherever our outlets are. That's the goal. Um, so that fitting into their life, they make sure that their pets are taken care of just as well as their kids as you're running them to practice. Now, if you look at COVID and everything that happened, um, the beauty of it for us is we in Florida and every other state as well, the Pet Industry um, Association did a really good job of making sure that pet stores that had nutrition remained open. So we were essential businesses, which was great. Now, um, you did have an environment with people didn't want to work. So that was a challenge for us. Um, and the beauty of it for me as the owner at the time um, that, yeah, we're open great. But now I'm seven days a week kind of by myself because my employees were a little worried, which I get. But I wasn't closing my business. So I switched to a more of a delivery business and my customers, because we have their contact information, um, our POS keeps up with all of that. So it's very easy to contact our customers and mass or individually are at certain groups that we know we're going to have a problem with the service certain food or whatever it may be, it's easy to do. So I um, enter, uh, it just interjected and said, hey, look, we're going to be open Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. 
Um, and we were open like six hours those days and we were packed. It was crazy. I had people in the store saying, man, this is beautiful to see when everybody else is closed. And that was beautiful. But a lot of people still didn't want to come in the store. So I delivered to them at the end of the day or whenever they wanted. And our business uh, obviously survived and, and, and thrived. And, and, and the challenge was what everybody else had as people. And that's why we're doing some digital things as well to help us there. But yeah, that's what we do. And it's simple to do because of our small format. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, what I was going to talk to you a little bit about is how that lends itself to a, a business model around continuity or subscription and, and also getting people in the habit of more, you know, regularly doing business with you, right? Like, that's my guy. I have that covered. I'm not going to go to the grocery store one week or here another week or, you know, buy food in different places, assuming it's similar food or whatever. Um, and, you know, no, I've got my person, right? I've got my solution. So you, you use a lot of this technology to kind of create that regular ongoing customer. Tell me a little bit about how these, like whether it's delivery, whether it's um, you know, some other value adds, how does that subscription work and how is that helping your business? Yeah, for sure. So it's something that we've added as we've grown, uh, continued to, to pivot into franchising. So you can, uh, a franchisee has an option to do the subscription or membership for, for the service piece. And what that allows them to do, um, depending on what their customer base likes, they kind of work the same way. Um, it allows you them to come in and do the teeth brushing, the, the ear cleaning, the bath and the nail cutting um, as they desire within a month. The beauty of it is it gives them and it's different tiers of it that I won't get too complicated into it. But it allows them also to have retail discounts. Um, so it allows them to as, as they shop in the store or just use the uh, hygiene part of the business, it allows to connect both sides, right? What we find is most pet parents are aware that there's better nutrition out there. Um, some may think they can't afford it. Others may think that it makes no sense. What we find is that as people interact with our business from the hygiene um, side of it, because every dog needs uh, the hygiene, but they don't go to a groomer, um, they become interested in the, in the products that we have or vice versa, right? So it's easy to connect both sides of the business. It creates loyalty. Um, the pet industry is... Uh, it's supposed to triple by 2020, 2030, I believe, in size. So we just eclipsed 121 billion last year um, in, uh, just in the U.S. And by 2030, it's supposed to triple in size. So, I mean, you could see the innovation, the growth that's going to happen there um, and, and the opportunity for people. But the, the beauty for us is that as we grow, it's, it's it's very easy to contact our customer and that subscription allows us to do it because they can get everything from us. Um, we can deliver it to them um, and we also guide them. And that's the biggest piece of it that I think the, that membership subscription plan works is that now the, the biggest risk, and I'll be completely transparent, is when you deal with a small brand on items like uh, food, uh, is the danger, is it going to be on the shelf? When you go get it right versus a big box store, that's just that that model allows us to predict better. Um, it's something that, that helps us know when our customers are coming, um, who's coming, what and, and, and just helps us plan our business better. So that'll translate to a franchisee and them planning and growing their business as well. But that subscription really ties our customer to us. It gives them confidence that we're always going to be there and give them what they need. And it gives us from a franchise and, and growth perspective, because entrepreneurs, uh, uh, it's more than just the touchy, feely, loving pets, people part of it, right? You need to run a business. And that piece of it allows them to run their business better and, and, and predict better. And a retail prediction is key. Um, 
it worked great with COVID um, because, again, people were already locked in what we're doing. We remained open. So we just continue as we wanted to. And that's and, and, and when you have that um, information so that they, that subscription information, it allows us to be able to stay in touch with them better um, and really service them. So it's, uh, it's a benefit from their perspective, but it also really helps the franchisee when you're growing um, in a new community. Oh yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's a, it's a, when you when you have a membership style offering, it really allows you to to build momentum and really over deliver on value and give people, uh, you know, it's sort of a no brainer sort of value attached to it uh, with things they're already doing, just making it easier for them. Um, so, so tell me a little bit about you mentioned community a few times and. Um, just thinking about like this is a community type of uh, business because of all the there's different players. There's the the vet the vet side of it. There's the grooming side of it. There's uh, all kinds of other toys and products and daycares and different things that would sort of be in that ecosystem. So tell me a little bit about from a marketing standpoint, uh, how do you and, and maybe this is you know, part of the membership program helps with this, but. How do you facilitate those relationships for the franchisee, uh, and, and how important is that when you're first getting started to start to build those you know those relationships with these other businesses, and then basically help each other essentially you know better serve the audience? But tell me a little bit more how that kind of all plays together with that sort of membership model and how you can deliver more value and help people yeah. get what they need in place, so to speak. For tell sure. me more. Yeah, great question. So, uh, with the, the the community piece of it is, I think it is inherent and in, in, it should be inherent in every small business, I would think, but especially with pets. Um, it, pets are 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 mentally and emotionally um, beneficial to human beings, right? So, I believe as we grow from a business perspective, we should also help. Um, in the community from a rescue and foster perspective and pet welfare perspective, because it just benefits the community. But that's how we see it. We're not, again, we're 900 to 2000 square foot store. We're not a big box. So we're not attracting people from 20, 30 miles out. That's great if they come, but we are very ingrained into the, into that community we're in from everything. As I said before, PTA, baseball, uh, peer leaning, um, everything. We, we sponsored the youngest floors for uh, the Coconut Creek Police Department recently, right? So that's what we're about. But the beauty of it, um, is that it's people feel connected. We when we first opened, and and coming from a corporate background, I, I and and founding a business that I was in every day, sometimes by myself at first, um, I really noticed things that that maybe somebody that came that that's not that, that was already in the retail industry business because I came from a sales background and another, and I noticed that people really would come in the store and not know each other with their pet, and they would sit there and talk for 10, 20 minutes um, in, this, in, in our store. And it, and it dawned on me that people with pets want community. That's why they have dog parks. That's why um, I, I know in Fort Lauderdale, when I'm at, you see people um, in exercise groups with their pets. It makes sense, right? So that's what we want to, uh, to nurture. That's our goal is to guide people and not change their lives, make their lives easier. So fitting in the community is what we do. Now, how do we market to the community? Um, initially, as we've grown, it, it was eight years old. Initially, it was word of mouth. You know, I did a really good job. I was a medical device sales rep, right, Rob? So uh, the company I was with, it, we called on hospitals and I did surgery stuff. Well, that company was huge. It had 20 other reps in the same hospital, same accounts, same budgets, though. Right. So even though it was the same company, we all had a quota 
So we're really competitors. So what I really got good at doing is partnering with them to making sure that we could all um, get to where we needed to be. And, and the customer did as well. So when I came from that world to here, I immediately started connecting with trainers and dog walkers and groomers and uh, a few of the vets in the area that lined up with what we do um, nutritionally, um, as well as pooper scoopers and everything else. And that's what's the pet industry, it, it's probably a prime area for that expertise that I, I came with because it's extremely fragmented, right? Nobody really talks to each other in the pet industry, but we talk to the same customer. You have all these people. So I immediately just word of mouth would recommend and they would recommend back in great goodwill. Um, what we're moving towards and we're already starting developing it um, is a platform we call Pet Quotient. And we can talk about this later with personal stuff, but I'm an emotional intelligence coach. Um, people are big to me. Emotional intelligence is why I've been able to, to move into the different career fields and things that I've been successful at in life. And it's huge. And I think it's something we need to focus on more. So that same emotional intelligence perspective, I call it PQ, pet quotient. How well do you know your pet? It'll, it'll guide pet parents. I mean, it'll go as deep as that. We know your history of, because people come in the store and they won't help. And, and they don't have much information. What food are you feeding? What brand? What breeder? All of these things they don't know. So now this will help triangulate that information and actually guide them. They'll have a PQ score that goes up and down. It may wake up one day and say, hey, your chihuahua is, is you're in a climate for this and pollen and that. And you should think about this. Just guiding them. It'll also allow them to interact with their local pet rescue um, area and donate as well as volunteer and see the pets available. It'll allow them to um, uh, interact with emerging brands out there that are that, that, that really need to get in front of pet owners and have really unique things that our customers want to see and hear about. We can offer that through there, but they can also book service providers through there. Um, so now we take it from just a word of mouth, kind of inefficient. You don't know if they called or if they got in touch with them, if they left a voicemail. And now you, your relationship's on the line. Now they can do it through our platform. Our franchisees can take advantage of that from a transaction perspective. Um, and they, now we have trusted providers in the area that we don't even have to introduce. They're in that platform that our customers are already part of through their membership, right? Um, so now those service providers are there. You can trust them. And everybody is taken care of and it's efficient. Um, it allows us to recommend vet, dog walkers, whoever, pooper scoopers. Um, and, and, and that's great from that perspective that now we have a platform that internally they can connect with people and allow them to do a lot of other things too that I don't have to go into. But that's where we're going from a franchise perspective is um, we have the retail footprint that is great. We can leverage those interactions and really understand our customer well. But then we have this digital footprint that we can connect with customers anywhere, maybe that don't even come in the store because of distance. So we love it. I think our franchisees would love it as we continue to develop and roll it out. They can also train and, and have a, a repository there for just data that they can train their staffs and be uh, more agile with as well. So that's what we're doing. With our small box, we don't have to support a huge inventory, a huge payroll, a huge store. We can develop digital products that actually change the game for us, um, even more so than... Uh, how uh, larger outlets can service their customer. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, everything you're talking about, one of the key things uh, that, that I see most brands leverage is the partnerships that they can, they can work on uh, you know, locally. And sometimes it's with other franchise brands, like you had said, you know, there's, there's, other, there's a lot of independents uh, doing independent work, but there's a lot of franchise brands in the pet industry that are doing different things. And but one of the key ways to grow is to partner with these other businesses, right? And I see what you're doing as a natural way 
to to do that. In other words, you don't you know one thing is call someone and say, yeah, we you know we'll send you some business, and you seem to be committed to your your uh, your customers or patients or whatever it might be. Versus, hey, we have a platform, and we want to make sure our our audience always has the best of the best, and we'd like you to be a part of that. I mean, that's just a natural way. And then, of course, as people use it, then you get better input on what people need, what they're interested in, right? People start to see, oh, my goodness, you're working with my vet, you know, or I know that vet. I know that vet from down the road, right? It becomes more truly a community of pet lovers exactly. that are doing different things. And I I, I don't think I, I haven't come across anyone doing it this way yet. And I could say this outside of the traditional marketing, which you, we all know what that looks like because we all get marketed to regularly. Um, this would be the most impactful, right? The partnering, the word of mouth. But tell me a little bit about the the, the digital marketing side of it outside of the t- what you just talked about. Obviously, you need to ve- verify or validate who you are, right, locally. So there's yeah. things like Google reviews and, and you know, any place that a place like you would be reviewed, right? But Google probably being one of the chief places. Tell me a little bit about how you guys are approaching the websites, the marketing, that sort of thing just from at least that perspective where people can uh, learn a little bit more. Tell me a little bit of how you approach that. Yeah, for sure. So digital marketing, it, it's, it's net, extremely necessary. It's, it, it, it's a little easier with pets because people love to see pets. I mean, I, I think that's one of the things. I think it's actually, when you look at the numbers, it's one of the, the better um, attractors when it comes to sales and marketing is a picture of a pet or somebody playing with a pet. So that helps. Um, we, uh, as we grow, it's something that we are wrapping our minds around on how to do it better because you have the whole e-commerce aspect out there. Now, can we compete with the, the bigger brands like a Chewy or Amazon on delivering large bags of dog food? Quite honestly, no. Um, locally, we can. Can we ship them? No. That's not advantageous to us. It's not what we do. However, supplements um, is a very fast growing area of pets. I think like the third fastest growing area, it fits what we do very well in our guidance um, and, and as, as well as our product uh, type. And, and, and that's something that we are building out. Um, and I won't give too much information away, but we are building out some things that help there. Um, that's not really been done, um, that, that really will take advantage of, of our expertise. Um, but then locally, uh, review, reviews work. We, we have, uh, you know, six, seven years worth of reviews now. All of them, thank God, we're still five star. Now, as we grow as, as a franchise, we need to make sure we keep that. That's one of the bigger things that is important to me, actually, Rob, is, is that, 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 that feel from a culture perspective, but also from how the customer feels about the business. I love Chick-fil-A and how it's so consistent. Um, and, and, and they literally, everybody says, have a great, I mean, it's, I love that. And I, and I think that works very well in a pet store as well. We want to be friendly. We're inviting. That's part of the small box feel. It's not overwhelming. You can come in. But that digital marketing portion of it, we do, um, we do some things on Google. Um, you know, our, our franchisees are required in the FDD to spend 1% of their uh, revenue. Um, on on local marketing, which obviously it helps for them. If, if text message marketing works much better for us. Um, now you do want to have the content. You want to have that uh, validation out there, this polished and 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 that's simple to do. And and and, and we we help them do that. Um, but text message marketing is huge from a retail perspective. We can communicate really easily. Um, I respond to text more. Um, I, people do. 
Um, we, you can see the movement when you post a sale or a special or even an hour change. You can see people respond to it. Whereas um, email marketing, it, 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 we, we do that. We use that for other, uh, but not necessarily the retail piece of it. Well, we see the most success outside of just posting content and posting pictures of people in their pets and taking baths and things is really text message marketing is how we move it the easiest. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. I think the uh, the reviews are are almost uh, you know. So you get started, you let everybody know uh, you're in the community. You launch uh, once you're going. It really is just doing the work, and and as long as the reviews are consistent with what you just said as a culture and as a brand, then that becomes. I mean, just by by doing the things we're talking about it becomes a self-fulfilling sort of prophecy where people just, of course, they're going to share good stories. And I think it's just being intentful about asking, right? So as you said, with it, with something like an SMS message, you can remind folks, hey, if you enjoyed our conversation the other day, or if I helped you, you know, don't forget to leave us a review. And in those kind of things, just naturally asking regularly, just while you're doing the work you're doing, that's what, that's the marketing, right? It's not so Never. much... Some businesses, you got to constantly be in front of people paying for it, right? Paying for sure. ads. And, but, but in this business, it's, yeah, you got to let everybody know you're there, but, but yeah, then it's yeah. just doing it. It's doing it. Cause that's yeah, what you have to work. yeah, yeah. You you excited. You I, I love this guy. Like you you got to go over there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and we have one of our partners in, in, in called net. Well, one of the vendors we use um, and we use them for years, but they're, they do more than pet, but they started in pet. So it's a very easy platform that, that's integrated into our website and our back end that, um, that any of the associates that are there can just ask for their phone number um, and type them in and it'll send them a review um, right there just through a text message. And also we when if um, through our POS, uh, as long as they're in our system and, and our loyalty system, which pretty much everybody is once they come in once um, we can easily send them a text after their purchase with their receipt. That'll also ask for a review. That's perfect. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. So you've got it all, all put together quite nicely. Um, tell me, you know, a little bit about how I know you've got a couple people coming in. Congratulations. You got some Thank you. new uh, locations planned in Florida. Tell me a little bit about the onboard or ooh, yeah, I should say this. Who, who is the ideal candidate for, for what you're looking for? And is there a particular area that you're looking to expand in other than Florida where you, you're based? But is there other areas that you particularly like for this opportunity? Yeah, for sure. So the beauty of it now, and, and I was going to, when I left corporate America 10, eight, 10 years ago, I was going to buy another pet franchise um, and they did their own distribution. We don't. Um, at this point. So it's it, it allows us to be uh, a, a, a primary role at this point as far as we're working on products and, and, and digital things to help, but um, it's support. So we're, we're hands-on. That's my, I love to do it. It's also my background as an emotional intelligence coach and as a former athlete. Um, the the onboarding piece of it isn't very complicated, small box. You know, you, you we, 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 we talk to you and make sure that you have the means to be successful at it financially um, and that you'll be a cultural fit. I'm a, uh, a corporate uh, jumper. 
Um, I've done it. I, and, and I was, and I'll be totally honest with you as emotional intelligence coach, I think is important is that I was depressed doing it. Um, I didn't know what I was getting into. I I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I jump, I'm a jumper. I, I'll jump off the mountain and, and, and figure out how to fly before I hit the ground for sure. But I also know everybody isn't like that. So the mistakes I've made and learned over the past decade, um, that's what my franchisees are paying for at this point in, in our maturation is I know what not to do. Um, and I also like supporting people. So that's a perfect marriage, in my opinion, because I truly have made the mistakes. Um, and, and I'm still here to, to live and talk about it. So uh, I think people that are, you know, looking at their life and corporate um, and, and have the wherewithal, I love marketing and sales backgrounds, uh, work really well with what we do. I was a sales rep. I was a brand manager as well at marketing. Um, so that, that, that customer facing type of job, um, uh, uh, it makes sense because pet business, unless you're going to be an absentee, semi-absentee owner, which it does work with our model with the good manager, but somebody needs to be a people person in there, right? Somebody <laughs> needs to be able to connect with people. It's a, it's a pet business, which really is a people business because pets don't talk and the people make the decision. So we really have to be good at people. And that's something we do well as well. A lot of pet companies focus only on the pet. We do both. We have people place for pets is, is, is one of our taglines. And literally, yeah. um, we want to see the pet person healthy, the pet healthy, as well as the entrepreneur healthy. So we have people placing pet. But that, if, as long as they have that customer facing um, ability to talk to people like people, obviously like pets. Um, also, um, it's retail. So if you come to it, um, I'm probably not, I'll be honest, I wasn't the best store owner. Um, I'm not detail oriented. I'm a big picture guy. Um, to be honest with you. So uh, somebody can come in and, and, and detail oriented is great in a retail store. You have margins and price raises and a lot of different things that are happening. And obviously, I will help you um, uh, become good at that and proficient and our systems will help you. But if you have that uh, that backing or somebody that was going to partner with you or you hire has that backing, it helps. Um, mm -hmm. And then from there, the onboarding isn't, isn't challenging. Um, the reason we want people people is because we don't want to have to teach you how to interact. Right. Because we have to teach you how to sell pet nutrition. Right. Um, and it's not a, a extremely hard thing to do. It's, it's it's it makes sense. But somebody that has that uh, mindset that they're entrepreneur, they love people, they're willing to get dirty, you know, as pets, you get barking and, and 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 you may clean up some some messes sometimes and 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 you're delivering to people. And but the beauty of it is you're really helping people. Um, with their pet nutrition, and then you really see that. That's why they trust us so much. Is is we help, um, and it's a people business. So, like people, if somebody is shy, um, that I'm not saying that this wouldn't be a good opportunity for you if you love pets, but you definitely would have to have a manager or somebody in the store that could take over that people aspect because they really want to know the owner in a small business, and in a pet business, they really, really do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, listen, it, it, great feedback. Um, tell me, you know, if someone's interested um, to, to get involved with you guys, what is that process? Where, I mean, obviously you have a website and uh, things like that, but do you want to share the website and a little bit more on how someone can get more information about the opportunity? Yeah, for sure. So our franchise website is buyapetfranchise.com, just like it sounds, buyapetfranchise.com. It'll take you there to give you all the information you need. Um, if you're interested to go further, um, which we would love to talk to you and, and, and see if, 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 if we fit in your um, goals and, and also in ours, and, and that would just simply fill out the form there to go to um, my franchise um, sales um, consultant and she'll reach out. 
I'll reach out as well. I like to say hello to people early. We're we're a merging company. And you're, the beauty of it now, honestly, as you get in, um, as we grow, I won't be as close to the business, but now I am. And, and you get me. You get me in there really building with you and wanting to see you succeed and passionate about it. Um, yeah. But the process is simple. You t- I'll just call and say hello, answer any high-level questions you have about the concept and why I did it. And you know who you're coming aboard with. Then um, my team will reach out and, and go a little further with you, validate things, send the FDD out if you want it. And then from there, uh, we'll go further if, if you qualify in the FDD and then we'll move forward. It's all in. It really moves at their pace. Um, obviously, we'll like to move it in a couple of days, but no, we, yeah. we like people up. You have 10 days by law. They have to have the FDD, obviously. Yeah. And then um, outside of that, uh, we, we, we take our time. We, it, we're, we're still a small emerging firm. Um, we really get what our customers need and they love us, but we take our time with bringing people aboard because right now we don't want to grow terribly fast, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, we have a location planned in Fort Lauderdale. Um, the location in the first location is now a franchise. Um, you have the location coming in Orlando. Um, that franchisee just got funded. And then also we actually have the our first person that came aboard and it shows you that marketing definitely works is she's in Los Angeles. Um, and she's the closest to opening right now. She'll probably be open here um, by the end of April, um, beginning of May. Fort Lauderdale will be soon after. Um, and then our goal is to grow in South Florida, obviously. Um, yeah. Southeast is supposed to see a lot of growth franchising wise and it has the most pets. So we, we see some opportunity there. The Atlanta, Georgia area makes sense. I'm from North Carolina and I went to school in Virginia. So the Southeast coming down. But again, we're, we're not just trying to shotgun approach it, but we are primarily at this point as we roll stuff out support. Right. So yeah. we can have somebody in L.A. and they can still um, make sure we make sure that they're doing well and in line and what we, we see that they that we want to do as well. Yeah. So um, gotcha. that's where we're at. Excellent. Excellent. Well, listen, as we wrap up, I appreciate your time. It's been a pleasure having you here, Adrian. I know with your background and, and everything with emerge, uh, launching this emerging brand over the last uh, several years, uh, there's probably something that you lead by. Um, is there is there anything you want to leave with the audience? Is there one thing, one, one tip or or idea or concept that you that is a big part of your culture that you like to lead by? You want to leave with the audience? Yeah, for sure. So I mean, and, and, and you know, I, I totally understand at this point that people that come aboard, and I see this as the, with the people that have come aboard that they invested in me, and and I completely get that, and that's important to me. I'm a people person. I'm my passion is people. Um, that, that if you come aboard with me, I'm, I'm never not going to be successful. That doesn't mean I'm not going to mess up. I make a lot of mistakes, but I, I don't have a quit button. Um, and, and, and that's important to me. So when people come aboard and they invest their hard earned money in what we're doing, they're going to be successful. Um, I'm going to be a part of that and, and their success literally. And this is, you can go ask, and I'm pretty, um, pretty uh, stringent on this. And so you can ask anybody that knows me. Now, I'm not perfect, but I know what some things they're going to say, right? If you come to my funeral, I know what they're talking about. And it's that agent treated everybody right. He uh, tried to uh, do well by them and help them get to where they needed to be. And that's why I'm franchising. I can continue to do this on my own and grow locations. And we have um, um, partners, um, investment partners in the Leap um, Venture Studio that's part of Mars Pet Care. We're one of their portfolio companies. So we have um, the things in place to grow. Uh, 
But I want to do this with other people because one, the pet industry is beneficial to people, but it's an industry that always grows, Rob. It goes through yeah. COVID, yeah. it grows through recessions, it gets better actually. So why not create something that most normal people can afford to do? 200 or so thousand dollar investment all in. Um, you have close support of people, of family oriented brand. Um, and, and your success is not written in the stone, but we're going to make sure that you do what we can do to get you there in a market that grows and and, and really builds some uh, business acumen and generational wealth. That's our goal. So my big thing in my culture is that people come first. We're here to see people grow. We're not here to bank. Well, look, money's good and we all love it, but that comes with our mission. And that's why we call ourselves a people place for pets. They come just as high up for us as pets. And that's really what you can get from me. Go do your research on me. I'm not hard to find and, and ask some people and they'll tell you the same. <laughs> there you go. I appreciate that. It's been my experience so far, Adrian. It's been a pleasure having you on the show today and sharing a little bit more about Pet in Mind. Uh, so Adrian Archie, CEO of Pet in Mind, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. I hope to have you back again soon. Thanks again. Rob, thank you so much. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you.